This is the Polytechnicast. Hey everyone, I'm Rob Stenzinger and I record stuff about what I work on in this in this journal. And I'm practicing it a lot more frequently this month because of the Creative Challenge Art Sound Off. That's a uh, that's a thing uh, my friend Jersey Droz and I started to encourage ourselves and everyone that hears our voice in our community to just give this journaling thing a try. And you can learn more about that at artsoundoff.com. It's a pretty approachable creative challenge, if I say so myself. This is the sixth year, and we have adjusted and tweaked it every year. And I think we're, we're on to something this year. So go ahead and check that out if you're, if you're curious at all about this stuff. And then if you're still looking for more art journals to uh, listen to or check out, consume, um, on, on whatever platform you're on, check out the hashtag artsoundoff. So yeah, here I am hitting record again to to um, just explore another thing. And I have uh, a, a bit of a backlog of journals that I want to talk about, just sort of things I worked on. And then I've got things I want to talk about more, which is uh, overall this concept of UX for all and how I'm using that as a, as a um, call to action for myself to say, hey, take a look at your um, practices and experience and share some things that might be helpful to other people related to UX. And uh, that's been fun. I am doing the sort of journal update this time. And I worked on a, a thing recently that it was it was a really fun project. And it has to do with something that I'm working on learning more about where I have focused a lot of my a lot of my life, honestly, on making things in sort of either two-dimensional pieces of art or story and some combination, or uh, it's all digital and interactive experience stuff. And then, but it's digital interactive experience. And I'm not typically making the hardware aspect of that. But then recent years, I find myself, I was actually uh, leading UX on a, on a team for a large organization doing, um, well, physical product plus the firmware and uh, software experience and all that. So I gained a huge affection and respect uh, deeper than I already had. I already had this kind of um, sideline, joyful desire to, to want to jump in on like interactive location-based entertainment installations and stuff. But going from digital to physical, it felt pretty daunting. And but working alongside those folks for a few years uh, really gave me a lot of context and 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 enough um, experience to to start trying things. And this is going to sound funny with that as the as a preface. And it's not like and that's how I made a dinosaur in the lobby of a hotel or something cool like that. But no, in this case, it's humbly repairing a Pokemon uh, electronic toy. <laughs> and how that's how 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 this started is. I went to uh, Columbus, Ohio for, uh, well, to visit really important friends and to, to go to this uh, event called uh, Cartoon Crossroads Columbus. And this, um, well, uh, I'm a lucky duck and I've, you know, the people I'm visiting, uh, well, honestly, it's Jersey Drozd and Androzd, uh, you know, they, they brought me around their town, their new town they moved to. And there's really cool things. Columbus is, is, is a neat place. And one of the places that we visited is, is called uh, Big Fun. And it's 
I could probably spend an hour talking about big fun, but I'm just going to say that it is a puzzle, puzzlingly packed place of nostalgia and toys and doodads. And it is packed like a hardware store is packed with nuts and bolts. So there are drawers and bins and stuff of all sorts of things of, of figures and cars and parts and this and that ranging from, I would say the, the 1960s through today, as far as, you know, uh, brands and ideas that, that are uh, worldwide, but of course a lot of the U S stuff, uh, anything as wild as, uh, like I would have been a very tiny child when this was on television, but like, um, that like there's a Donnie and Marie Barbie set or whatever. And I'm like, Donnie and Marie, that's what? And, uh, but then they have, of course, GI Joe and transformers and, um, things from like black, the black hole movie from, uh, you know, the, the seventies and all that. It's stunning and abundant, I would say two words. And let's say stunning, abundant, uh, fascinating. And, uh, a lot of, uh, joyful discovery in this place. And so as I'm digging through, I'm like, okay, somehow I get a little bit of um, choice paralysis when I have, when there's so much uh, stuff to look at. Uh, but one thing that helps is I know what my kids like. And I like a lot, some of the stuff my kids like. And so we, we all like Pokemon and I'm no super Pokemon expert wizard um, poke person, but like I, I really like the aesthetic and the, the creatures and stuff in that series. And so, uh, and I have seen all of season one of the, of the show and have dabbled a little bit in the video games, but not a ton. So anyway, I'm, I'm sifting through some, some bins and I find some, you know, really cool, um, characters for, uh, for my, my kiddos. And then I find this thing that looks like it should move or interact or whatever. It's a Psyduck and it's, not it's it was cheap it was a couple bucks and i'm like well is it a couple bucks because it that's not working right maybe but there was a screw to even like get at the battery thing and i i, I couldn't know when i was shopping it but i just i took a gamble and so i bought psyduck eventually psyduck ended up in my home office here and um i found out first first barrier to getting psyduck working it takes a weird battery <laughs> or weird to me, I guess, right? A um, lot of batteries, different shapes and sizes. And, you know, it's like, oh, that should looks like it belongs in a watch or whatever. But you know what? Uh, Psyduck takes N-type batteries. I don't know if you have N-type batteries within reach. Good for you if you do, but I don't. And so anyway, that was a, a, a I had to I put in an order and got some N-batteries and uh, installed those. And then Psyduck came to movement life but seemed like Psyduck was supposed to also make other sounds or something, right? And it didn't. So, all right, here I have this threshold of, well, I'm not a super wizard at electronics and physical repair stuff, but uh, I have dabbled and I've learned a few things. So maybe it's, you know, I, I, maybe I actually go for it. And I did. And I was able to take Psyduck apart and I found out that there's a... Um, it had one of those speakers that has like a clear, it's just a clear membrane. So like a lot of speakers, if you look at, they have a cone that the cone vibrates over so, sort of um, like some wires that then are hovering over near a, a, a magnet and that that's an electromagnet. And so it's being, you know, uh, 
I think this is mad. It's still, still, I couldn't describe it to low level detail, but the, the, uh, the on and off pulses from, from the electricity going to that magnet can reproduce sound. And it's magical to me, but like it can do that. I get it from the basics, but that darn speaker didn't move. So, and it had this weird goopy stuff inside where it looked like, eh, that's not supposed to be there, but it was kind of dried goop. And, and turns out I was able to call someone who's more of an expert. Well, no, he's actually, he's quite an expert. I've learned a ton from him. Called my friend and, and he said, well, those old speakers can have some moisture trapped inside when they're manufactured that will eventually lead to like some rust and corrosion. That corrosion stops that speaker from vibrating. No vibration, no sound, right? So there you go. Um, I take that speaker out and as it so happens, I had, um, I have this little, this very small but collection of laptops from about 15 years, let's say of um, occasional purchasing and also other folks saying like, hey, can you destroy the hard drive on this? And, and I would say, sure. And then they're like, yeah, just take the laptop. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and so I've got some, some you know, laptops hanging out and uh, I've, I've taken them apart to start to recover screens. I've got more about that on a different post, different project I'll talk about, about my Halloween tree. All right, well, we're not talking about Halloween tree right now, but there's... Um, uh, so I've got access to little speakers and it turns out they were, they were small enough from being laptop speakers, sort of flat enough and, and tiny enough in dyna- dynamiter, di- yeah, Diam- diameter. Wow. That's funny. So, okay. So small enough in diameter where I was able to install that inside Duck's head and tested it out. It worked. I get it all soldered and, you know, taped up to not cause any accidental, um, you know, circuit uh, uh, shorts, right? You don't want sort of wires hanging out where they can sort of touch another one another or touch the circuit board, whatever. Got it all cleaned up thinking like, yep, the people that taught me would at least say this is a C plus B minus. And I'm like, okay, cool. Psyduck's insides, no one's going to see anyway. So I'm, I thought, well, they're good enough. Got it all together. Psyduck moves and talks now. And I'm super pleased. In fact, I'm just going to say, hey, what's up, Psyduck? Nice. Welcome to the podcast, Psyduck. All right. Well, it's good to have you here. And yeah, anyway, so I fixed it. I did it. I, and uh, I, you know, I had this thing apart where, I mean, I've, I've had experience where, I mean, growing up, I would try to take things apart and I wouldn't know how to put them back together. And I'm starting to learn to put things back together. And I feel awesome about that. So there you go. That's something I'm learning, learning a bit about electronics and soldering and how, mechanics of, of, you know, some simple products work and stuff. And, uh, I succeeded in repairing a little side duck and that's this, that's the update for today. Um, as far as projects to share things that, that I want to mention, um, I make a few podcasts in addition to the Polytechnicast. I podcast with Kate Shield Stenzinger, where we talk about, uh, like creativity and learning in the context of us personally, us as a couple and as a family. And that's called Art and Science Punks. You can go to artsciencepunks.fireside.fm to check that out. I talk about storytelling and a ton of things related to um, creativity and making stuff and then talking about it and analyzing it deeply. And I talk about that with Jersey Drozd. And we do the, the Lean Into Art podcast, which is at leanintoart.com. 
All right. I'll share more things I work on another episode. I'll share more things about UX for all and other journal posts coming up soon. And for now, I'd say thanks for downloading this. If you have thoughts and reactions, you can hit me up on lots of places where I am at Rob Stenzinger. And if you want to reach me via old-fashioned email, which is awesome and welcome, hit me up at rob at shieldsstenzinger.com. Thanks so much for listening. (music) 